Hey gang, big news in the world of We Hate Movies live appearances in this one. Well, you better get your holiday coat on because it's not happening until December. We're so excited. It's actually a hometown show for this Jersey boy. Only you. Jersey City's beautiful White Eagle Hall will be hosting the We Hate Movies podcast. And we're going to be talking about a Christmas movie, Eric Siska. What is that oh movie? Oh, my God. Uh, <laughs> it is the Santa Claus, the original film. Not Out of way. Is it original? Yeah, it's original. The first one. Tim Allen <laughs> yes. finds a fat so falls off his roof. Yep. yep, we're gonna be talking all about it on December seventh, which is a day that will live in infamy. <laughs> at White Eagle Hall. I mean, it, it incidentally lives in infamy. We, right. We're just we're to yeah. the side of it. We're adding to the infamy. Yeah, it's, just, exactly. it's more infamy because this will be uh, our debut in Jersey City, and this is what it's come down to, folks. Steve Sadak. Refusing to get on planes, mm-hmm. refusing right. to get a driver's license to help right. out with rent a cars. I refuse to get on a train for this show. I'm fucking right. walking. Oh I gotta walk to the venue. So I guess this is the new normal gang, only wherever <laughs> Steve's legs can carry him. But it's an awesome venue and it's really close to the train if you're like you're in the in the city or if you want to drive in from Pennsylvania, wherever. Mm-hmm. Right, the path train's not too far, right? Path train's a, a stone's throw away. A here. stone's throw, folks. Come on out to the White Eagle Hall. That's right. Tickets are on sale now, so get them in advance. Get them fast. This is going to be a popular show. December 7th, White Eagle Hall, Jersey City, New Jersey. Tickets available right now at whmpodcast.com. It's Christmas time again. It's time to be nice to the Hey, Eric, guess what? Uh, chicken butt? Uh, chicken butt, yes. Also, Frank Welker's all over this cartoon. Of course he is. I'm going to get it right out of the way. Is He's he? here. He's doing two voices. He plays the wheels on the mystery van, right? <laughs> he is making the creaks and cracks of the mystery mobile, but he's also Fred and Scooby. Yeah, oh, both of them. Boy. He used to be uh, just Fred. I mean, he originated Fred, which, you know, that's a classic voice. Yeah, no, that... Good for him. And now, you know, not to diminish his accomplishments, the problem is they're too numerous. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Welcome to Animation Damnation. I'm Andrew Jupin alongside Steven Sadak and Eric Siska. We're talking about the latest incarnation of Scooby-Doo. It's called Be Cool, Scooby-Doo. Hey, hey, be cool, Scooby-Doo. Just put, that, put it down. Put God, that shit God. down. Put that shit down. <laughs> uh, the episode <laughs> in question is the pilot episode. Mystery 101, which aired October the 5th, 2015. Uh, yeah, put that shit down, Scooby-Doo. I wish that's what it was called. For Shaggy only, dude. <laughs> oh, yeah. Be cool. Don't, talk, don't call the cops. Dude, great <laughs> Scooby-Doo spinoff. Shaggy and Scooby move to Colorado and open a weed dispensary. Yes. That's what this should be. Imagine this is called <laughs> Maintain Scooby-Doo. <laughs> the original title. Hey, ch- Get in the chill out tent, Scooby Doo. Um, yeah, this is uh, for obviously worst of 2015. Um, it's a new Scooby Doo cartoon. By the way, in case you were wondering, there's been a million Scooby Doo cartoons. It's kind of impressive. It's never stopped. Like Scooby Doo's <laughs> always been popular. I have like, I have nephews who are who love Scooby Doo, and I'm like, how? Like, yeah, that's a thing from the 70s about a bunch of hippies fucking. 
hanging out with Don Knotts. What do you like about it? <laughs> well, see, I was you know, growing up watching Scooby Doo. I always and I do remember some Don Knotts episodes. Oh, right? sure. he was on there, right? Yeah, he was. Of course, he was. Oh my god, that was that was a, the heyday. <laughs> <laughs> but apparently, I've probably watched '80s incarnations, yeah. maybe even oh, '90s yeah. incarnations. They were just you could always you them. could gauge by the special guests, yes, and or like if Scrappy Doo's involved. Scrappy Doo is in vogue. I think like the late '70s into the early '80s when Coke started happening. They're like, we need right. a fucking fast dog. We need a fast dog. A fast dog. <laughs> Man, I hate Scrappy Doo. Of course, he sucks. He's the, the worst part of. Uh, I only saw that first live action movie. Yeah. But Jesus Christ, when he takes some like super serum in that movie. Man, I have not seen it. I saw the first one in theaters and I thought it was fucking repugnant. And I didn't go back for Monsters Unleashed. You know, uh, it's interesting to bring that up because somebody, Matt, Matthew Lillard, I think, was <laughs> like, he's like, all right, I'm going to do all this cool research on this Scooby Doo thing and like I'll meet with all the original I'm cast. smoke a bunch of weed. Oh, oh sure. <laughs> and, like, Circa 2002, he meets Frank Welker, and he like goes into this golden palace, and he's like, dude, what the fuck? And he's like, voice acting, kid. Look into it. He sat and took a shit on that golden toilet I suspect exists. And, and he was... Yeah, I mean, these people make serious money. That's right? why... And it, his agent was like, oh, you know, they, they're, they're looking for a new Shaggy. I know you did those movies, Matt. I'm just going to throw this in the garbage. No, you're not. Wait a sec, man. <laughs> you know, he went right for it. And bravo for doing so. I would love to be a prolific voice actor. Absolutely. I'm not going to point any uh, fingers or names around here, but I had once in my line of day job work. Yes. Had worked with a voice actor. And this was like a more of a minor. This is nowhere near Frank Welker. No, right. Yeah. Oh, I remember who you're talking and about. And we're yeah. talking about... Um, Sixteen hundred dollars an hour. That's yeah, not bad man. And that's like the the, the low tier. Here. And this dude was working from home where he had a booth. That's right. And he just re- would record that shit in his bathroom think, and ma- send it to you. Imagine that life. Oh yeah. Imagine <laughs> that life, man. <laughs> so this is. I mean, every iteration of Scooby Doo usually kind of. They'll usually change the setup, but not the character design or the animation style. Like, yes. it'll get revamped a little bit. Obviously, computers came in. That's kind of what makes Be Cool Scooby Doo unique. Is Overhauled animation style entirely. Now, We're Steve, very Family Guy-esque right now. I was just going to ask you, because that's where my suspicion was sort of pointing, is yeah. that was the closest animation reference point. Which is, You know what it is? It's the animation style that Family Guy takes when they are drawing parodies of things. Like, yeah. if, if they were to draw a cutscene of Scooby-Doo, yes. it would look like this show. Yeah, it's weird. And everyone's pretty much the same. Fred's got the ascot. Shaggy's outfit's a little... Pretty much the same. It's really interesting that they've always stuck with the like the seventies type of costume. Yeah, like and the, the van looks exactly the same. That's what well, I was when, really... it, when it comes when it's rocking, right? <laughs> well, I was really worried. Well, like, here's this new incarnation of Scooby Doo. The Mystery Machine's gonna be like some tricked out whatever in the hell oh, yeah, SUV like, like, or something. Like exhibit got his hands on it. <laughs> Yeah, oh, like he pimped its ride. Oh, wait, it's not 15 years ago? Yeah, I was going to say, where did you call from? 2001? <laughs> the weird thing... But, so every, everybody's pretty much the same. Velma, for some reason, and I think this is probably a movie influence, um, is super skinny, which is a big problem for me, because Velma was always kind of like a just 
She was more of like a regular person. Yes, yeah, like a real. The only representation of a real woman you right. could ever catch was Velma. You know what I mean? Well, it's interesting because like she's voiced by Kate Micucci, mm-hmm. and I feel like they just kind of drew her to look more like Kate Micucci. Like Kate Micucci's a small person. Yeah, she's a small, tiny person. You but know? I'm pretty sure Fred Frank Walker is not six feet tall and really <laughs> and handsome and, and blonde or yeah, a dog. Yeah. Well, that's a, she was. <laughs> Besides the dog and the stoner, yeah, she was like a regular person. She wasn't sexualized to the degree that Daphne was, which was just like, it's a lost cause, guys. <laughs> it's going to be sexualized forever. Because, I mean, it, that was like kind of the point. It was like she was like the brains and she like, you know, she dressed sensibly and like just was like, you know. Not exactly like, you know, a knockout. Not a 10, if you want to call it that. It's a sexualized drawing style. Yeah, she's very small. It's like, because I think because Linda Cardellini played her in the movie and like that Linda Cardellini was the fattest actress Hollywood allowed at that time, (laughs) which is to say not at all. So this this uh, this Mystery 101, it's the pilot episode of this new show. And it's basically Velma is looking to get into college and she's going on an interview and there's like a ghost there that this, that and the other thing. And I was like, so are these people employed? Like, why is she seeking higher education? Is she trying to get out of the mystery game? Yeah. What is that even about? Like, we we're starting this reboot. Reboot? Oh man, reboot! I'd watch that show. Is the cast of Reboot on a boat? It would be great. But they're starting this reboot with one of the key members, like trying to jump ship to borrow a reboot phrase. But what? Like she's trying to leave the game. It's weird. She's like, I'm tired of this shit. We've been solving childish mysteries for forty years. Now she's putting down the joint and been like, dude, I gotta get to college. I need a degree, man. Yeah, I can't eat those pink snowball cakes for dinner anymore. Sick and tired of it. And I'll just say it now, guys. This van smells like shit. Of course it does. And I'll say it. I'm not gonna point any fingers, but the dog isn't the only one pissing and shitting in there. Because they're also ostensibly homeless. Yeah, yeah. like it's just right. A, We're never hanging out at their house. Let's go occupy Wall Street, man, <laughs> and solve the mystery of the missing protesters. Oh my god! <laughs> well, I know we're podcasting with Paul Ryan tonight. <laughs> I'm just saying they live a very freegan lifestyle. Hey, man, let's go take over that Oregon Federal Building, man. (laughs) Oh, I I like that they swing both ways. Oh, sure, dude. Listen, they'll take free housing wherever they can. They don't care what the cause is. They should have been able to light all those acres of land on fire, man. That, That is the... The people that want the free stuff the most are the libertarians. Yes. Well, it'd be great if, like, the whole point of, like, Scooby-Doo was, like, they were this, like, weird hippie cult, and they were... The the idea is to run Freddy in, like, 79, (laughs) you know what I mean? Like, because he's, like, the good-looking one. You could put him on a poster, man. Dude, he's the Manchurian candidate. Exactly. It's, like, him and his wife. His wife, in quotation marks, is Daphne, right? Sure. And then we're all just hanging out in the White House making all sorts of plans. (laughs) I like it. Everything's legal by 81, I'll tell you that much. (laughs) Different America if Freddie got in. 
President Freddie would have fucking acknowledged AIDS long before a certain <laughs> 80s president did, I'll tell you that much. Probably. Jimmy uh, Carter. <laughs> so there's a ghost that's haunting this college campus. I'll say this about this cartoon. The, uh, uh, like... The crassness level of the comedy writing is amped up just the slightest bit. And it's a little more like left of the dial, kind of offbeat jokes here yes. and there. Like one of the running gags in the episode is Daphne has gone to like a puppet making warehouse yeah. or like a workshop rather. And she's made puppets of all of them. Yeah. And she's like making them all talk. And it's like, it's so absurd. And yes. something that character definitely doesn't normally do like sure. in other iterations of scooby-doo well, and i was like okay this, i can this, get up i can get behind this well, they're sort of acting it out like their aggressions like it's like a therapeutic like therapeutic type of thing right yeah. right right which of course therapy did not exist in the 70s <laughs> <laughs> you just stuff that shit down yeah come on freddie just tie that ass cut a little tighter <laughs> The pain will go away. That's the that's the episode I want. Is everyone goes to Freddie's house for Thanksgiving, mm-hmm. and like his like dad from Korea is there, or who's who was in Korea? Oh, okay. was his Korean father? No, no. Well, I mean, the Korean animators that made him were kind of his father, but that's very true. But no, like it's just like a real tense thing, and everyone's just there, and it's like, what are you doing with yourself, Fred? You got to get it back in the core. Yeah. Back oh, on the program. Oh, these are all your friends that you solve mysteries with, huh? <laughs> you could solve a lot of mysteries. Like this dude talks to them but yeah. never parts his teeth. How about this mystery? The missing beer from my fridge. <laughs> you want to solve that one, Freddy? Solve the mystery of the shrapnel in my ass. How about the mystery that your dad can't walk anymore and this is a forgotten war? (laughs) Are you porking that redhead, Freddy? You better be. It's the only way this whole thing makes any sense. Because if you are, I'll give you some high fives right now, but if you're not, I'll smack you upside the head. (laughs) Get that lesbian out of my house. (laughs) I'm not a lesbian. Shut up! (laughs) I was talking to the dog. I am a resbian. <laughs> that is a beef that I have with this this incarnation, though. Scooby is totally fluent in English. He's speaking like full sentences. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's not like the you know row raggy. Like yeah. right, I think originally it was like they just got so high that they could think the dog was talking. Oh, do you think like we're watching this through a stoned gaze? Definitely. And this dog's just speaking mm-hmm. English. But I mean, really, when you think about it, it's a stoned super team, right? Because you've got yeah, you've got Freddy who is like the face when the cops come, which is what you want. You want you, somebody yes. to be able to talk to the cops. You wanted that friend who was stoic in the face of police mm-hmm. adversity when you're high as a kite. Yeah, Daphne who had a lot of money, so she's totally she's lighting everybody up. And she also could afford, like, the cool devices to smoke it with. Like, uh, you didn't ooh. have to make a fucking one-hitter out of a Bic pen anymore. Shaggy's almost, obviously, self-explanatory. You can roll everything and blah, blah, blah. And he's got totally. the connects, dude. Oh, yeah, he can call anybody at any time. Oh, yeah, do not worry about it. <laughs> Velma will bring up some heady shit when you're nice and stone. It's oh, like, oh, yeah. man, wow, like, think about that. And she's the one that you're like, you know what? Shut up, Velma. I'm trying to watch fucking be good Scooby-Doo over here. And the the best part is you ever get high with a dog, man? That's one of the best. Like, not getting what? a dog high, but like being high around a cool dog. 
Now we're talking. Oh, totally. So you that's smoking a, up that pooch. Man. No, you don't. Don't smoke up the dogs. I hate when people do that. They, they, do do they think it's so fucking funny, and I just you know. Don't do that. It's unacceptable. But yeah, when that dog starts talking to you, though, oh, dude, you're in yeah. a good place. A, a so they classic Berkowitz trip. <laughs> they are kind of like yeah, like Steve said, a stone super team. It's like Captain Planet. Like with their powers combined, yes. it's the best night of smoking weed in a van you've ever had. <laughs> is the Mystery Gang another beef I have with this? Is the physics is very cartoony. Um, uh huh. Like, in terms of you could do anything, you know what I mean? You get hit on the head, nothing happens, and, you know, that kind of a thing. It's, it's very, like, uh, 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 Looney Tunes, almost. Yeah, I do remember that classic episode of old Scooby-Doo where Fred rolled his ankle on the sidewalk. <laughs> no, I mean, like... I know what you mean. It's, it's like, like <laughs> Scoob, it's pretty bad. <laughs> Scoob, it's pretty bad. Oh, Scoob, get those crutches out of the closet, man. Fred's gonna be laid up for a couple weeks. No, it was more about, like, <laughs> Scooby-Doo was, like, a sitcom that was animated for almost no reason. Because, like, they did not, like, it's just, like, regular 70s whatever. Yeah, that's true. Um, didn't it also originally have a laugh track? Yes. It, yeah, there yeah. was, right? I'm, I'm not misremembering. That's not here. Well, you can't have that in the modern <laughs> era. Uh, so, so there's a ghost haunting this university. The dean is worried that, you know, this is going to harm their admission and whatnot. Uh, so he enlists the mystery gang to solve this mystery. And there's some weird thing where it's like, all right, mystery gang, if you solve the mystery of the ghost on campus, your friend Velma gets in or something like that. Right. It's Kingston University, which is apparently better than Harvard or Yale. Sure, oh, it would yeah. have to be. And the, the only way she can get in if she does the Dean of Favor. <laughs> yeah. Tale older than time. <laughs> Well, yeah, I mean, really. Hey, baby, solve my mystery. <laughs> That'll get you. All you got to do is go to the press, man. Like, look, that's this is yep. what's going on. He need me to do him a favor. Isn't, yeah. isn't this weird? Put it together. <laughs> <laughs> look, at, look at it. Look at it. It's weird, right? Put it together. A newspaper. This dean tried to say that he'd let me into the school if I busted a ghost from his campus. <laughs> If you know what I mean. The other thing, the mystery van is souped up. Actually, like, oh, it does. It? it has like lasers and shit, and like Fred, oh, like I wasn't paying attention to that. In you the might have No, uh, <laughs> you never know. Fred was like, "Oh, let me just put the uh, let me put the security on it," and like the van turns into a crappy van. Like, oh, that's oh, oh you're right, you're right. I do remember that. He's like, "Oh, the best security scoop is think everyone thinking you're poor," and it's like, "Wow, that's a pretty staunch message." <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't ready for that. I sometimes think though, like I'm glad my car kind of looks like a piece of shit. Sure, you know what I mean. I got some, I got some gaff tape on the bumper. <laughs> it's cool. Sure, gives it a little character. No one's gonna steal your CD player. That's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> oh mercy! Yeah, you know, I don't know. I, we, uh, I'm kind of okay with this cartoon, and I'm sort of thinking of adding it to my. My current cartoon roster, which oh. which only consists of Star Wars Rebels that I've been going through. <laughs> oh, yeah. When do you want to finish that hour out? <laughs> how you uh, how you finding it? You, Star Wars Rebels? Yeah, you enjoying it? I'm digging it, man. It's I think pretty it's good. I'm surprised. I mean, it's it's kind of nice because I've I've never gone really outside the movies with Star Wars, right. and like it's kind of nice to sort of swim around in that world. 
but it's not the movies, but like you know that the movies are there at the same time. Yeah, yeah. right. Like Vader's like kind of in it slightly, which is cool, and yeah, they run into people here and there. Yeah, and then you know they kill stormtroopers and whatnot. It's fun. Is that what's the what's the animation like on that? Is it like CGI? It's stuff? like CG three D type of stuff. Yeah, I'll tell you but this: the people good. stuff is like eh, but the aliens are action great. stuff looks awesome. Yeah, you oh, got, when like, you get stormtroopers, they yeah, like, they, they're blocky anyway. The, sure, the fighting stuff all looks awesome. They it's I feel like that show spends more time and money on stormtroopers than it does on any other character design. Like the stormtroopers look awesome and all the space battles look awesome. Um but yeah, so I, you know, I don't know. I guess if if we wanted to get into whether or not yeah. we were embarrassed cuz I mean what they solved the mystery. They do solve the mystery. It is important because for a while Scooby Doo started doing uh actual supernatural stuff like there would actually be monsters. And that was like the end of it. It's like, oh, it was a monster the whole time. Like, really a monster. Oh, is that right? Yeah. I like, th- I've always just uh, seen things with nefarious land developers. In like the 2000, like early 2000s, that was the thing. It's like, what else can we do? What about, ah, real monsters? Oh, man. So, like, oh, they wow. get into the occult and whatnot? <laughs> yeah, I think that, yeah, like zombies and shit. So it's, oh, like, it's like Last Witch Hunter Underworld type of shit. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> Some paranormal crimes. Freddy's wearing a very large leather jacket with a bunch of like cross knives in it and he's throwing it at everybody. <laughs> Oh, shit, but, is he Hellblazer, bro? Yes. And they're, they're sponsored by the Vatican. <laughs> <laughs> well, wow. That, but, we, should, we should visit one of those. Because, Andrew, you're right. This is kind of okay. This is fine. I, you know, maybe I'm just an, the oldest man in the world. Where I was just like, <laughs> ah, it's got to be the old thing I liked. But it, I don't know. I, the, the char- I, I do like the old schoolish character design. I do like... Yeah. Uh, it just it kind of doesn't... I just... It, it's almost a sacrilege to see it changed a little bit. See, that's... I mean, I wasn't, like, a big Scooby-Doo guy. I've seen it, but sure, I, sure, sure. I, it's never meant anything to yeah. me. Like, I've, I've probably seen 200 episodes of it, but oh, it's, sure, it, yeah. to me it's been, like, a big whatever. And what I found appealing about this is that comedy uh, styling. Yeah, yeah, like, the sure, comedic sure. sensibility in this. The greatest example is the end of the episode... Daphne's kind of like hanging off the roof yeah, of this thing funny. and the puppet is there and Daphne has to decide like whether or not to let the puppet go and grab onto the rope with two hands or like they could both fall yeah. and she lets this puppet go. It's kind of like this amazing R.I.P. Alan Rickman like uh, 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 Hans falling from Nakatomi yeah, like yeah. the puppet falling in slow motion and then it cuts to this like shot of the ground and the puppet just falls in real time you <laughs> yeah. know? and it's just dead and it doesn't matter but like the gag of personifying the puppet Ooh. as it falls. I got a huge belly laugh out of it. Ooh, a belly laugh? Wow. I, <laughs> listen, I was chuckling during this. <laughs> Straight wow. up chuckles. I mean, I found it to be, you know, like I didn't hate it. Sure. But I didn't care. Yeah. I'm like, what are we, what are we doing? <laughs> what are we doing? Doing with our lives. Oh man, just watching Scooby Doo. Yeah, it's wow, like watching the hourglass fall out of my life. <laughs> <laughs> that's most animation damnations, though, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Some more than others, though. Yeah. Some it's like, man, the bridge was right there. So does she get into school or what? She I... decides that she doesn't want to. Like they solve the mystery, and he's like, You're accepted. And she's like, Actually, I'm going to kick it back with my stoner friends for all eternity. Thank yep, you very much. Don't worry about it. I'll never be employed. Um, yeah, don't worry. We got a TV show. Don't worry, everybody. We got a show. Don't worry. <laughs> they, show, they, it's the, they get into the mystery van, and Peter Fonda and Dennis Hopper on motorcycles <laughs> next to them. Like, let's move on to the next town, man. <laughs> and then they have to uncover the mystery of who shotgunned them. <laughs> 
Dude, they, yeah, I guarantee you, like, one of these mysteries, like, you, you go in the wrong diner, it's like these four people, like, get us double, triple cheeseburgers, man. And it's like, not today. <laughs> what is the, they do a, there's a really heightened version of the classic Scooby-Doo chase scene in this episode. Yeah. I mean, it's really, they're going all over the place in it for whatever reason. I don't remember what it exactly was, but I was like, that's a little too much. Just use doors. Yeah, it's, it's, it's the music's going and all the. It's is a, this in the library? Yes, that's what it is. Yeah. And it's just like, oh, brother. There's like a huge action set piece in this library chasing this ghost. But to your point, if you're going to start updating it, Cut out the musical number, man. Nobody wants the musical chase scene. That's right. yeah. Because no one's ever favorite part of that. All right, yeah. and then like a bunch of books fall on them or something. And it turns out a <laughs> good message. It was uh, uh, some poor kid that wanted to go to school there or whatever. <laughs> yes, right? that's right. <laughs> it was like the, the janitor's son who worked at a like a gas station yeah, that they yeah. visited earlier in the episode. Oh, the other huge laugh that I got in this was when. They're all, you know, they separate like they do in every episode to go hunt for clues. And Shaggy and Scooby, of course, come upon a vending machine. And Shaggy's like, oh, I'm just going to get it, Scoob. Hang on. And they smash cut to Shaggy stuck inside the vending machine. And then Scooby's like, well, I'll help you out, Shaggy. And then, like, he reaches his hand up. And then it smash cuts. And they're both in there. Yeah. And then, and then the, the ghost comes up. And they're like... Oh, well, at least we're stuck in this vending machine and smash cut, and the three of them are in the vending machine. I thought it was very funny. The one thing, though, about these, like, kind of Simpsons style, family guy style jokes yeah. is the there's a gag with Fran, uh, Freddy's telling Scooby and uh, Shaggy to go up t- into a bell tower or something. Yeah. And it takes for fucking ever because he's like, Are you telling me you want me and my friend here to do this? And, like, the, there's a diagram, there's reenactors, there's the thing. Yeah. It's just that, like, old, that family guy style, like, let's fucking run it into the ground. Yeah. yeah. That I don't appreciate. That's, yeah, yeah you're yeah. absolutely right. So, you know, while not a perfect cartoon, sure, it's you fun. Know, if, if it comes on Netflix, maybe I'll pop on a few more episodes. But I was not as heartbroken as you are. Well, I'm, I'm a loser, so there's a difference. <laughs> do you think, though, if, if, if Be Cool Scooby Doo had, some of the Harlem Globetrotters on you change your tune. <laughs> it's entirely possible. <laughs> or Batman and Robin popped up. Only Adam West and Burt Ward, though. It couldn't be like, you know, Kevin Conroy and somebody else. It would have to be. Did you hear the news, by the way, that Ben Affleck? <laughs> what? <laughs> they said, I guess Adam West said that him and Burt Ward are going to do an animated Batman movie. Oh, really? Yeah. I That's think got it. Are you got to have you got to have Scooby Doo show up in that thing. <laughs> so oh, they're going to sound like they're they're ninety years old. <laughs> yeah, listen, prove me wrong, Animation Studio. I don't know. It, it's just something I read. It could be just fake internet mumbo jumbo. No, I, I think I've say. heard of that too. Where like it was a thing where they were going to do it like as a as an anniversary or some such thing. And yeah, oh, so not like a. But would it be a movie? Do you think? Or? I, I think it might be a short thing. I'm not sure. You know, I read a couple issues of that Batman 66, and that was, that? that was a lot of fun. It is fun. Because it's, uh, have you read it, Steve? I have not yet. It's Adam West Batman, including the corny jokes. Oh, really? In yeah. comic form? Mm-hmm. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. I'd, you know, yeah, I'd, I'd pick that up. If I bought single-issue comics, which I don't. But Co- Great covers by Michael Allred, my favorite, uh, one of my favorite comic books. Artists. There you go. Going out with a plug for Michael Allred. And I'd like him to give me original art, which is not going to happen. <laughs> and some money. Yeah, please. Because this counts as an ad. <laughs> By the way, you owe us money. WHM comes to collect. <laughs> 
That's Animation Damnation for the month of January, gang. It was an episode of Be Cool Scooby-Doo Mystery 101. Until next time, I'm Andrew Jupin. Steven Sadak. Eric Siskel. Take it easy. Take it easy.